This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to another episode of Believe Me. That's Brandon Lang. That's Cordell Stewart. I'm Joe Serralo. And this episode is, of course, brought to you by our proud sponsors at Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your first time 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online will match any deposit between $50 and $1,000 up to 50% with that promo code BELIEVE over at betonline.ag. Bet Online, it's where the games begin. All right, let's dive in. It's episode 10 of Believe Me. That's the career handicapper, Brandon Lang. That's the former Pro Bowl quarterback, Cordell Stewart. And I'm Joe Serralo. Gentlemen, last week, it was a week to forget, right? Let's call it what it was. Brandon, you won the Browns on Monday night. Cordell, you won the Titans. You both won the Seahawks. And that was about it. So we're going we're gonna to turn the page. We're going to start anew here. And we're going to dive right into this week's slate. The Miami Dolphins. But Brandon. If I was going to win a game, the only game that matters was the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you and Cordell went on and on and on and on and on and Joe Burrows and on and on. Note to you too, <clears throat> going forward. If you can't protect the quarterback, you are not going to win. All right, let's go. All right, let's dive in. Game one, Dolphins, Bears in <laughs> Chicago. After selling their whole defense, Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn, gone from Chicago. The Dolphins are only four-and-a-half-point favorites. Brandon, is this a fishy line to you? We're going to start with you on this one. The Dolphins seem like they should be bigger favorites. I'm a home dog guy. It doesn't (laughs) make any sense whatever this line. Josh Allen doesn't have the top quarterback rating anymore. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the top quarterback rating anymore. Tua does. I am going to try to pronounce his last name because it's been six <laughs> years. I still can't pronounce his last name. Good luck with that, Cordell. You can have his last name there, my man. Oh, no, no. You see him whispering, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> it, listen, obvious plays, Miami. <clears throat> the final score in the Dallas game, and you would just assume that Dallas blew them out. No, it was it was like a one-possession game and, and the fumble return, and, and they hung in there, and then it got out of hand. Home dogs are feisty in the NFL. I know the numbers support Miami. I, I can't pass up more than a field goal. Miami goes to Detroit. They're down two touchdowns. Detroit's got no defense. At least the Bears have showed up and been competitive at home this year. I'm going to take the Bears at home plus the points. Cordell, what do you think about this one, man? Can the Dolphins win it by five or more? They're 3-1 and one against the spread this year following a win. They're going to keep the good times rolling. Well, I, I think what you see with this defense in Chicago, they're, they're rigged fifth when it comes to pass defense, and we know what the offense is with the Miami Dolphins, Justin Fields, I think, is the secret antidote here to the problem with the, the ability to be able to run and also adding Claypool to the to the game. I think that elevates their opportunity of beating a hot team at times, for sure, when it comes to throwing the football to the players they have on the outside with uh, Weddle and, and, and Oswaddle and well as uh, Tariq Hill. Uh, so I'm going with the Bears. I like what I've seen out of Justin Fields over the last few weeks, as far as his maturation process, being able to throw the football and defensively, they lost a couple of players, but I still think they're pretty solid overall. I know it sounds 
crazy. We can't tag to what it is. We don't, there's no rhyme or reason to what this is, but I'm going with the home team and the Bears and giving this team an opportunity to win. The Dolphins have to travel up north. It might be a little chilly. I don't know. It might be too cold for them. So I'm going with the Bears. Just I'm, I'm beyond myself that he went with the Bears. I'm, I, I'm shocked right now, too. So no Roquan Smith, no Robert Quinn. I mean, look, obviously those guys aren't in the secondary. They're edge rushers, but edge rushers have as much to do with a pass defense as the secondary yeah. does. I, I mean, you guys really think that this Bears defense, after they were clear sellers at the deadline, can can hold Miami, can hold Tyreek Hill, who's got almost 1,000 yards already? Well, you've got the number fifth rated defense, even though with two players missing, they have other players on this defense that can actually go out and play. So two players missing out of the 11 doesn't mean the entire ship on the defensive side of the football actually sails or even go down for the, for the most part. Justin Fields, he has Claypool now, who's a bigger target. You have to assume that they're going to use him in the red zone against the secondary. That is pretty decent when it comes to the secondary for the Miami Dolphins. But I just think that defense against that offense on the road in Chicago, I'm going with Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. There you go. The experts say take the home dog, Bears plus four and a half. Gents, let's dive into a game that, in the words of Al Michaels, may almost be so bad that it's good. The Las Vegas Raiders, the Jacksonville Jaguars down in Florida. The Raiders are point and a half favorites in this one. Brandon, the Raiders, three and four against the spread on the year. Jacksonville, one and covered. Two out of their first three, they have lost and failed to cover in five straight since then. How do you see this one shaping up? In the words of the movie Jerry Maguire, when Rod Tidwell said to Jerry Maguire, help me to help you. Help me to help you. See, Jerry, you think we're arguing. I think we're communicating. Help me with this Raiders team. (laughs) How are you going to explain to me that you're an NFL team with Jacobs as a running back, Devontae Adams, Renfro in the slot. Granted, there's no Darren Waller. And you're not going to cross midfield till the fourth quarter. I can't, I can't, I can't get my arms around that. There's something severely wrong with this football team. Cordell can allude to it. I don't know which side he's on this game, but for me, I believe Carr has lost this team. I really do. I think they're sick and tired of his BS. I think he's lost this team. I think they're tired. I think he's on his way out. I don't think McDaniel has clicked. And you're going to tell me that that performance against the Saints, you're going to turn around and go into Jacksonville, tough place to play in that humidity. I'm sorry. I will lose with the Jags before I ever take a single dollar. Hold on. <laughs> take a single dollar out Brandon's of my taking out his allowance for the month. Okay. All these $100 bills right here, I will not, not ever again touch the Raiders. Brandon, Cordell, you like that? Brandon's just letting us know who he is real quick right there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's showing me. It must be the money. I mean, he was talking about Jeremy. Jeremy, Bryce. show me the I money. I showed you the money, baby. He showed me the money, baby. I, I tell you what, this, you know, Jags lost and, and failed to cover five straight. All right. Uh, but this Raiders team has been three out of the last four. They've been able to cover three out of the last four um, by being only minus one and a half points. I- I'm going to go with the Jags. I'm going with Duval. I'm going with Duval. I have no choice. I mean, I don't know who this team is with Derek Carr, to be honest with you. I think Josh McDaniels has come in and just taking all of the, the juice and the swag away 
from Derek Carr and allow this to be about him. And it has not worked. It hasn't worked because, you know, I think it's this Bill Belichick effect, right? Where you have players that come and do it the Patriots way. I think now he's establishing this thing with Josh McDaniels with the Las Vegas Raiders saying, we're going to do it the Raiders way. And that's his way, taking all the, the fire, the swag and everything away from those marquee players. I just think they're not on the same page. I think going into the land of Duval, I think the, I think the Jazz wow. get him. I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 sorry. I, I know this sounds like I'm hanging out with my guy over here. Yeah, but it sounds I'm like really you're drinking not. the Kool Aid big time, Cordell. Yeah, and and it's and it's great. It's my favorite kind. So I just you know <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with the Jags, bro. I, I just I'm not buying from the beginning of the season, as I told Brandon. You know. It's not going to work yeah, with Josh McDaniels. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work regardless. And, you know, I'm going with the Jags. I know it sounds crazy. We're, we're, two, we're together on this thing a couple times. i got to change it up just because as we move forward. I feel yeah, a little two, uncomfortable here. Me too. Two, two games in a row, two straight home dogs. Let's see if that changes here. Cordell, we're going to start with you. Packers, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Detroit Lions. Look. Green Bay, just like the Rams, just like the Bucks, two teams we're going to get to shortly. It's been a dumpster fire for them all season. But Detroit, I mean, they're in total disarray. They're one and six on the year. They just fired their DB coach. I mean, their defense is dead last in football. It's not even close. Cordell, do the Packers right the ship here and win by four or more? Oh, man, I tell you what, the Lions offense, they can score points. Uh, I think we all can agree with that. Uh, the Packers... We've watched them struggle. It's, it's this lethargic look of Aaron Rodgers. Every time he's sacked, every time something doesn't work, it's like, uh, I'm just, and, and, and I can't ride with that because the energy of the team to me is an extension of the quarterback, the mentality, especially the money that they've given him. Right. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with this team in the Lions at home with everything that they've lost, I'm going to go with the home team because I can't trust the team that has to go on the road with Aaron Rodgers. I just can't trust Aaron Rodgers right now. No one's talking about this stuff enough when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's afraid to talk about Aaron Rodgers. The fact of the matter is he's not doing anything right now. It can't be the player's fault that they're not catching the ball because he's not throwing in the right place or he's not scrambling, which I haven't seen him do yet because he has great feet, but he's not using his, his tools to make it work. I'm not going with the Packers, regardless, I don't care what it is. I'm going with the Lions. Let's go Lions. Cordell, three straight home dogs going Lions plus three and a half. Brandon, is this where we have our first disagreement or are you drinking with Dan Campbell selling? Here's the question. Are the Green Bay Packers really going to lose outright to the Detroit Lions with the worst defense in the NFL? The cure for a struggling offense is to see a really bad defense. Secondly, if I didn't know better, I would say the name Arch Schleister came to mind with Buffalo and Green Bay on Sunday night because the two picks that that Allen threw, the one at the goal line that would extend the lead from 17 to 20, which would have made it a 13-point game, that interception, if I didn't know better, I would have thought he was shaving points. His buddy's down 10 grand to his bookie. <laughs> like, I'll make sure we win by 10. I'll, I'll, I'll do something shady. Both those interceptions and Cordell, you're, you were a quarterback. There wasn't a receiver anywhere around when he threw both picks, especially the one at the goal line. But what Green Bay showed me is they fought. They should have lost that game by four touchdowns, and they fought and they fought hard. I know Detroit 7-0 against the spread as a divisional home dog. I get it. Cordell says he can't trust Green Bay. They blew a 14-0 lead, the Lions defense did last week, and lost by four. 
I'm going to buy the half point. I'm going to lay three with Green Bay, and you watch the Packers win this game by four more. Brandon, I think that's the winning recipe right there, man. I'm sold. In fact, this is, after hearing that, this is the game I love the most this week because this is not a great board this week, but I think Green Bay riding the ship against the Detroit defense that's in disarray. Aubrey Pleasant, the DB coach, is at the door. I think all the points that you just laid out are on the money. Cordell, I'm sorry. I've been going with you a lot, Cordell. I'm going to go with Brandon on this one. You've been winning, too. I've been winning a lot with you, Cordell. That's very true. (laughs) Bengals. the next game should have been our game of the week. Bengals. Brandon, no living in the past on this show. Come on. (laughs) Next game should have been the game of the week. Rams, Bucks in Tampa. I mean, these were the two teams preseason that I said it was going to come down to, to win the NFC. Now it's like, will either of them make the playoffs? The Tampa Bay Bucks, three-point favorites at home. Brandon, back to you to start this one. Who do you like here? Let me give you one name right here. Shaq Barrett. Prior to Shaq Barrett going out in the game against the Ravens, the Ravens were in trouble. As soon as Shaq Barrett went out, the Ravens ran the ball right down their throat, and it was game over. All you saw was White getting his butt chewed by Gary Coleman. Oh, I'm sorry, Todd Bowles. Just getting (laughs) his butt chewed all day long in the second half. This Tampa Bay team is in trouble. It starts with Todd Bowles. It goes to Brady. It goes to the banged-up offensive line. It goes to Evans dropping balls. They are in complete disarray. The Rams 8-1 against the spread in this series, 4-0, and coming off a team playing a Thursday home game. Um, all I'm, I'm all in on the Rams here. I just think this Tampa Bay team is done. Brady should have stayed retired and saved his marriage. Instead, he's going to be dating strippers out here in Vegas with me. I'm going to go through mm. that. <laughs> Cordell, who do you like, man? Bucks minus three at home, or do the Rams go out there after getting him Embarrassed by San Francisco and get back in the win column, get to 500. He said Tom Brady and strippers. That's a hell of a conversation. My goodness. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you know, right now he's one in three against Stafford. All right. They own four at home this season. Uh, I just think right now this team is in too much disarray. I, oh, I can't no. trust. <laughs> I can't trust uh, Tom Brady um, to save him, you know, considering all the personal issues that he does have. Uh, but I've seen worse. Okay. I've seen worse. I think this is the time he gets off the snide. I think this man come back with the vengeance. Did you see his Nordstrom commercial when he had the guy come outside and give him his Tom Brady gear to let everyone know that, you know, he's still the man. The guy comes outside and delivers while the store is closed. I'm going Tom Brady because he delivers. He gets it done. I say he and Mike Evans rekindle this issue that they have when it comes to getting the football down the football field. I think this defense finds a way to get it done. We've talked about the head coach and, and, and how this team is not responding properly. I'm still going to go with Tom Brady. I'm not going to leave him quite yet. I'm going to stick with it. They're going to get their first dub at the crib. They're four. They're on four right now. He's one and three against Stafford. I think he gets his first dub against this football team called the LA Rams because they're not playing that good darn selves. So, but I'm going see, with Tom Brady. You didn't see the tweet? You didn't see the tweet by Evans? I didn't see Evans tweeted, Evans tweeted, Evans tweeted one hour ago. I need Johnny Manziel. So good luck with that. Is that what he said? <laughs> well, we no. know that. No, no. Brandon, don't, don't be giving out fake, fake news here on this show now. Jeez. That is believable the way things have been going with Brady this year. Look, Tampa Bay, you know, 0-3 straight up and against the spread against the Rams in the Tom Brady era this year. zero and four at home against the number Brady in his last four against Stafford, just one and three head to head. Brandon, I'm with you twice in a row, man. Cordell, I don't know. Maybe this isn't your week, 
I'm with Brandon. I'm with the Rams. Joy, no, no, no. You know what? It's not. Hold on. Let's spend the 20 cents. Let's spend the 20 cents. Buy that half point. Take the Rams up to plus three and a half. So let's make sure we're validated with that. Buy the half point. Get the Rams plus three and a half minus 130. There you go. I might just feel frisky and take a money line, Brandon. That, that, that's how confident I am in not so much the Rams capabilities, but how bad the Tampa Bay Bucks are. Game five, guys. Monday night football. The Baltimore Ravens, two and a half point road favorites at New Orleans. I know that this has been the home dog special episode, but Cordell, we'll start with you here. Ravens, field goal favorites at the Saints. You think they pull it off? Well, I'm considering that they have a future Hall of Famer in the field goal kicking department. Uh, if that's the case, I'm right with him, right? Uh, I, I, I think Lamar Jackson goes on the road against a defense, even with my man on the other side of the football, Honey Badger. They, they, they really aren't playing good football. The Saints, Kamara, Alvin Kamara is kind of the, 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 the star on this football team right now. He's been, but he's really sticking out like a sore thumb. Tomron Matthew, in, in, yeah, he picked up a, a fumble or a tip drill ball that went in the air and went to get back to the house. I think this team is too much, especially starting with the quarterback position for us being able to keep him in the pocket. Uh, if they end up spying on him, that means there's going to be some one-on-one coverages on the outside. I think the tight end, which where he loves to throw the football, end up becoming a big piece uh, in this in this game. Uh, who's going to cover him? Who's going to stop him from running? All of that great stuff. I'm going with this Ravens team. I think this is the time because he wants his money. That stuff that you put in the air, they have the blue little stuff on it over there, Brandon. It's called the shillings me money, you know, the, the <laughs> currency over there. That's what this guy wants, number eight. He wants his money. I'm going with the Ravens. Brandon, you finally going to go with a road favorite in this one? Yeah. No, more than more than likely, no pun intended. Love that. <laughs> Absolutely love him. Um, this is a good spot for the Ravens. Seven and one against the spread on Monday night. Five and one against the spread coming off away game with an away game. More importantly, um, you got a Saints team 0-7 against the number last seven games as a non-division home dog of three or more points. They're 1-9 against the spread at home versus the AFC North. Um, and their last five games on Monday Night Football, the Saints 0-5 against the number. Ladies and gentlemen, the Saints do not come marching in. Give me the Ravens. Doesn't get easier than that. I mean, New Orleans on Monday night hasn't showed up. I love Baltimore in this spot. I'm shocked at how close this line is, gents. I'm with you 100%. And let's get to that game of the week. Kansas City hosting Tennessee, and we've got a massive line. The Chiefs are 12-and-a-half-point favorites. Andy Reid, the best in the business in NFL history, coming off a bye week, 21-3, and straight up after a bye in his head coaching career. Cordell, we're going to start with you here. Can the Chiefs win this one? by two touchdowns or do the Titans at least keep it close in prime time? Mm. Well, the only way they can keep it close is if they run the football and control the ball, control the clock as well as the ball, keep that offense on the sideline, which is the cliche thing to say, right? But this guy right here, Patrick Mahomey, he does too much with different angles of how he throws the football. Uh, that's what this game is truly all about. This is going to come down to what can 15 do? in this game because yes their defense their offense is going to get some great runs uh Derrick Henry is going to go out and run really well I think Mike Vrabel is going to say you know what we need to control the game because they beat them before and they have the recipe to beat the Kansas City Chiefs the question becomes will they be able to score enough with this young quarterback actually being the starting quarterback on this team and I don't think Willis is enough to be able to go out because this is an experiment now because of what Tannehill wasn't able to do and so I just think this is too much going on in the offense side of football with Kansas City. Yes, I think they covered it and then some. Brandon, what, what do you have to say about that, man? That's a big number. 
pretty simple for me. The Titans have five straight covers after starting 0-2 this year. Uh, the Titans have five straight wins over the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are 0-3 against spread at home this year. Uh, Two-point win over the Raiders. Uh, Three-point win over Chargers. Um, I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is listed as out yet. So I would advise our viewers of the show on this. If Ryan Tannehill plays and just chill till it's announced, because it will be announced. If Ryan Tannehill plays, unload the suitcase on the Titans plus the points. If Tannehill doesn't play, I would agree with Cordell. I think it's too much for Willis to, to handle here. He threw the ball, I believe, nine times last week. Mm -hmm. um, granted, Derek Henry went for 749 yards. <laughs> So Tannehill plays, I love the Titans, plus the points. If he doesn't, rookie quarterback on the road, Andy Reid bye week, Spagnola's defense against the rookie, I I'd say you'd have to lean towards minus points. Cordell, I'm, I'm going to give you one more chance here because after all, Brandon pulled a switcheroo last episode. If Tannehill plays, are you on the Titans plus the 12 and a half to at least make it a more competitive game? Well, the reason why Tannehill got yanked for Willis in that last game, Ooh. there's a reason. Ooh. And so if that's the case, even if he goes in, then what do you have? Because if it was bad to then have to put the backup in, now you go back to the starter because the backup didn't be throwing interceptions and it didn't really pan out as well as Mike Vrabel wanted it to work out. Then what happens then? Oh, he plays angry and he plays this, have this out of body experience. Same results. I don't think it happened. Ooh, I think we still stick with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm standing my ground. Oh, there you have it. There you have it. Cordell, a little more edge, a little more fight from Slash than I've seen on, on this show before. Let's go. I do hate to do this to you, Cordell, though, because I love you, baby. I really do. But I'm going to go with Brandon do. again. I just think 12 Forget and a half about is a ridiculous it. number. Hey, it's a well, let me tell you something. Well, let me, you, know the last, you know the last time you both went against me, what happened? Keep it up. You're going to learn. I can't remember the last time I went against you, Cordell. I've been riding your hot hand, baby. Hey, we got time for one more bonus game each. So instead of believe me, surprise me. Brandon, we'll start with you on this one. The LSU Tigers at home plus the 12 over the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm going to keep telling you time and time again, this isn't the same Alabama team. They don't have the same Alabama defense. They don't have the same Alabama corners and safeties. Their defense has got lit up. Tennessee put 52 on them. LSU's offense is coming to live with Daniels. I'm going to go with LSU home dog plus 12 bonus play. I'm going to drink the too late and take Georgia plus the nine. I'm sorry, Tennessee plus a nine over Georgia. Bonus two pack in college from your boy B Lang. I love it. A little dogs and a couple SEC top 10 matchups. I got LSU earlier this week at 13 and a half, and I love that number. Cordell, give me your bonus game of the week. I'm going with the Chargers and the Falcons here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You've got the Chargers who had minus three. They're supposed to come on a road and put the smack down on this team that we know can finish just as strong as any team in the National Football League right now. Marcus Mariota, it may look a little crazy at point times of the game. He sometimes has flashes of looking like the number two overall pick to sometimes looking like a guy that deserved to sit on the bench, but they're finding ways to win. And when you find ways to win, consider the Chargers are minus three in this game. I'm going to go. You saw what happened in the last game against Carolina. They had an opportunity to win it when it came down to a field goal. Even though they kicked the field goal, I say they win by a touchdown. They win by more than three. I'm going with the Falcons and Marcus Mariota. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, and it's great, baby. Cordell, all over the home dogs this week. My God, it's an out-of-body experience. That does it for this episode of Believe Me. For Brandon Lang, for Cordell Stewart, I'm Joe Serralo. We'll see you next week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.